Park Flyer Podcast Christmas Edition. Welcome to the Park Flyer Podcast, where we discuss the ups and downs of the new RC Flyer. Join your hosts, Michael and Jay, as they take flight at the park. Now on with the show. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Park Fire Podcast Christmas Edition. Today, we are uh, talking about Christmas gifts. I'm Michael, and with me today, as always, is Jay from the AK. How's it going tonight? Uh, it's going really good, Mike. Uh, it's a little cold. It's six degrees outside, and I'm kind of keeping my body parts warm. <laughs> uh, so I shouldn't tell you I was in shorts and a t-shirt today. Yeah, no, you shouldn't tell me that. <laughs> Well, it's in the middle of December, and I thought today that we'd get together and talk about what we want for Christmas. This is our special Christmas edition, and, you know, Christmas is a special time for you and I. We're all the time trying to figure out how to outdo each other and get some something that the other guy doesn't have. So I got a few items that uh, we'd like to talk about tonight. I'm sure you got some, too. So uh, why don't you go first? What what uh, What is it you want for Christmas, Jay? Well, like you said, Mike, it's a special time of the year because I get to see Santa. He lives right up the road from me. You know, he snowmobiles by the house all the time. But uh, it's kind of odd. You know, I, this time of the year, it's it's really bad where you, you're telling me all the great things you're doing down there. And now that it's cooler, you're out there out at the park a lot more. It makes me want to get a glider. And one of the gliders I want to get, I want, unfortunately, I want to get something a little bigger. You know, both you and I have the Phoenix 2000, a two-meter glider. And the same company makes another glider called the ASW28. It's like 2.5 meters it has the same blown plastic fuselage. It's uh, it's a little different. I mean, it has a pilot. It has a T. It's a T tail. But from everything that I've read, it's it's a great glider. It's a lot of fun. It's easy to put together. And what I like about it, it's got that big wheel on the fuselage too, right? Right. They they changed it up. This is uh, version two. So the first version didn't come with a with the wheel. It didn't come with the wheel, and it also it only had one spar before. So <laughs> the guys would write about that the wings would flap depending on how hard you make a turn. They would kind of touch in the middle. The wings would touch in the <laughs> at the very top of when it would turn. So they added a couple of more spars to it. They changed up the mechanism to hook the wings together and hook the servos up, and they added a little bit more realism by adding a wheel. From everything that I'm reading, it's a it's a big big hit. That's awesome. I actually really like that one. And it's funny you mentioned that because the day before yesterday, I, I came in sitting down, you know, grabbed a little bite to eat, and I was looking at that particular airplane. I know Hobby King has it, and uh, unfortunately, it's in the warehouse, the overseas warehouse, and it's incredibly expensive to ship out here. So it might be cheaper to ship to you. It was a very neat airplane, and I almost pulled the trigger on it. It was uh, pretty impressive. I I really really liked it. Well, good news, Michael. I got I got I got where you can buy it from. Of course, me being a RC you know plane broker on the side, um, <laughs> you can get one of these from Banggood Hobbies. <laughs> I mean, not ba- I mean Bang Banggood.com. They have it right now. They have a special. I think that it's like twenty three dollars off. So it's like one hundred and thirty two ninety nine shipped. I think to to your house or to my house, even up here in the AK, free shipping. So that's fantastic. One hundred thirty two dollars, you know, or one hundred thirty three dollars is, is a great price. Well, there you go. Ship it to my house. I'm not proud. Get it on over. <laughs> I think you already got your gift, so you're you're out of luck. I know it. <laughs> well, uh, I'm actually excited about the new RFX, the Real Flight uh, Experience. Unfortunately, my computer won't run it, but uh, I think for Christmas. 
you know, I'm a real flight guy from way back when, and I had like version 3.5. I've upgraded every every year, but this RFX man, it is impressive. Well, what's this one do that that the other one doesn't do? You know, it, this one is it's just the the graphics are ten times better. It, you you get all kinds of really cool stuff. Better flying fields. You get uh, a lot more pixels. I think it's like a trillion pixels or something. <laughs> True. Uh, it's amazing. <laughs> Somehow I, that sounds sounds kind of incredulous. That that that's like the budget or our <laughs> debt. You know. <laughs> yeah, I don't know all that stuff. That's above my pay grade, but it, it's it's pretty impressive though. I, I mean. I, if you go to realflight.com and watch the video, it is just amazing. You know, I have the old Interleak uh, Elite controller, and it's fun to have. Yeah. But I've upgraded to the DX18, and, you know, the new DX9s are coming out. So they allow you to do a transmitter interface where you have this little dongle, and you put it in the back of your computer. Then you you basically bind your radio, the one you take to the park, you bind it to the actual program. And it's very impressive because you can use your own radio uh, in order to fly. We talk about park flying, and we've mentioned uh, our real flight simulators in almost every podcast episode we've done. And I'm a really big simulator fan. Uh, There are several out there, but, man, this this real flight one is impressive. Now, just make sure the RFX, that you have the right computer. So definitely read the system requirements on it because I think you have to have a really big graphics card for it. If you can't get the graphics card for that one, go for the Real Flight 7.5. I think Real Flight on their website has it for about a buck fifty. It's definitely worth it, and that comes with the controller and everything. That's great. Yeah, the transmitter interface edition I think uh, they have for like one hundred nineteen bucks. The wireless one I think is even one hundred nine. So it, it's a pretty good gift, and for me, I I pretty much I'm on that thing all the time. If I sit down on my computer, I try to do touch and goes or landing or rolling circles or whatever it is. And uh, it just makes me a better pilot all the way around. So this new one, not only, like you said, you can bind to this dongle. That's pretty neat. Is it just planes only or can I fly? Does it have like uh, quadcopters or helicopters? Well, or? it does have the helicopters. They have come out with the real flight mobile and the real flight drone simulator as well. So they're really jumping on the bandwagon and, They've done a great job kind of spreading it out, getting everybody involved. But the uh, Hobbyco uh, has them. I think you can buy it off there. You can buy it off the Real Flight website. They, uh, they're they just an incredibly good flight simulator. Huh. Well, I'll definitely have to try that at, uh, or at least try the demo next time I go to the my my hobby store to see. Because I'd like to see if they're, they're trying anything with FPV simulator to help people fly the first time they fly with FPV because it's a little different than just jumping on there, throwing on some goggles. Your whole perspective gets thrown off a little bit. And although it's, they have something similar to it when you fly in just a regular real flight, you can fly like you're in the cockpit. And that's kind of like flying with FPV. It's not quite the same. So I wonder if they've they've kind of taken that into a effect. But I'll have to try that out. You know, I know with their, their real flight drone simulator, they do drone courses and that kind of thing. And I, I I'm pretty sure that they... If they haven't already, they'll get into the FPV stuff. So we'll send we'll send a note over to those guys. We'll see what they're okay. Doing. That sounds pretty good. That sounds pretty good. Hey, so, so speaking about FPV stuff, so that's kind of like a couple other things that I'd like to get for Christmas. Quadcopters have gotten smaller and smaller and smaller and smaller. Right, first everything was like 300 to 500 class was like the first ones that I got into. 
now around the 200, 250 class, the racing class that everybody's into seems to be the norm. What's been taken off this year, I've noticed, are these really small ones. It's They're basically made for indoor flying, and it's perfect for up here where I'm at, you know, because we have to fly in a gym or right. you know, big gym or gymnasium type thing. And you can set up courses. Right. It's nice because they're little brush systems. They're safe to fly around inside, closed in place, and not have to worry about breaking anything. They don't weigh anything. The latest thing that's come out are these all-in-one systems for using for FPV. So it's the, the camera, the transmitter, all included in one. And I think they weigh – it comes out that it weighs about five to seven grams. So it weighs nothing. It's really incredible what they're we're able to do with systems. So uh, from Banggood Hobbies – one of the ones that I, I, I want to kind of put together myself, it, the frame is by this company called King Kong, and it's a 130 millimeter carbon fiber frame. Last year, you got me a NASA board to use for my quadcopter, and that, that NASA board will fit on, or NASA board, excuse me, not NASA, uh, the NASA board will fit on that particular frame. So I'm going to use that and put my system together. And like I said, for the, um, for the camera and uh, transmitter and antenna. I, I'm getting one of these all-in all-in-one systems, and I think it's by Eshin, is what uh, the name of the company. And it's I want to see it's the TX2, uh, or no, it's the TX3 is the one that I that I want to get. The nice part about it, you can select it from 25 milliwatts to uh, 50 milliwatts up to 250 milliwatts. So whether you're going to use it indoors, you want to use the, the lower wattage or not where milliwatts. And then uh, if you go finally outside, you can go up to 200. It's a really neat little system. So I'm I'm anxious to, about getting that kind of setup. Yeah, that sounds pretty neat. I, I'd have to take a look at that. I, I never even thought about flying FPV as something small. Usually you see them fly FPV really, really big stuff. Right. And it's the, it's the new craze. I, you know, like I said, I think it's because with the FAA and the, the rules that they imposed last year, you know, everything, what, everything has to be below a stick of butter or two sticks of butter. <laughs> that's I right. think it is for, for the weight is what they're used. So I think that's pushing the manufacturers to produce stuff that's under that weight class. So people can fly and they don't have to worry about registering every, anything or, getting licenses and, and getting away from all of that. Wow. I, yeah. I didn't even think about that. That's pretty good. A- Arizona is good about soaring as well. You know, we have good soaring out here in Arizona and uh, I'll tell you, you think <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> yeah, well, how many days do you get that has continuous uh, sunlight? It's uh, a lot. Don't they have like an air force base or two down there that they train <laughs> yeah, pilots? They I do. don't know. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, go, go ahead. And once again, comp- Tell us about your great state. Well, of no, I just was saying that, you know, <laughs> there's always a breeze here and there's always a lift available even during the wintertime. And Horizon Hobby has the UMX Whippet on sale right now for forty nine ninety nine. I I have one of those. I do too. And they're a fun, fun airplane. Awesome. It, uh, awesome. When you were down here, actually, you and I went and got one. And other than the fact that you can't throw it super hard, you'll rip the wings right off of it. I learned that the hard way. But for, it, for it, 50 I think bucks, it says in small letters, not... I think it says in small letters, not for gorillas. Yeah. I think it says it on there, not for gorillas. I, I think so. Yeah. So, you know, you don't have to make one of those uh, Olympic type throws, you know, going for the spear trucker contest way out there, you know, going for a thousand yards. Well, you know, unfortunately I, ha- I had a DLG glider for a little bit and I was whipping that thing around and I folded the wings on it because I was throwing too hard. But the, the whip it. <laughs> The Whippet is really good. And like I said, Horizon Hobbies has it on sale right now for forty nine ninety nine. It's a great deal. Go get it. It's uh they're they're a super, super fun. 
Yeah, and and the thing is, you can if you do it just right and you catch very low thermal. I mean, you can spec that thing out in no time. I've had a great time with it. The battery with the little hundred, I think it's a hundred and fifty milliamp battery, that lasts easily a half an hour to forty five minutes. Yeah, and it's a it's just a three channel or a two channel, I guess. There's no motor on it. It's just an elevator and rudder. Right, right. It is. Yeah. So soaring is a different type of flying than our normal flying with a motor. It's a little. I, I want to say it's almost like an art form, and Doing the DLG, just, you know, soaring is an art form, but doing this DLG where you have to chuck it, and then depending on whether you have a good throw or a bad throw, and then if you, you really have to be aware of what the lift that your field is doing. So I'm still learning this, and and, and it's amazing just when, so, when you get it all to work right and, it, and you get something to actually soar or last longer than, say, a minute after you throw it up in the air. Yeah, it, it is it's, definitely it's such a, a thrill. Uh, a learned art. While we're talking about Horizon Hobby, though, why is that? <laughs> the new UMX A10 is an awesome, awesome airplane. Oh yes, yes, that's right. Uh, like I said, Santa does live right up the street, so I should, you know, maybe, maybe run down there and give him a little hint. He does. You just send him down one. Because when you and I flew those little UMX jets, uh, what do we have? We I have, have a MiG-15. MiG yeah, the MiG-15 and the uh, Habu, right? Yes. And both of those were a riot. They're a uh, what a 30 40 millimeter edf and they're yes. just they are just a riot to fly in the park and since we kind of focus on park flying and, and new pilots these things are asx3 the stabilize and this one has brushless twin edf power it is a great paint job i opened the box it looked phenomenal i i've got to get one to go fly it or at least find someone that's got one to go fly it uh, they, <laughs> they retail for about 150 bucks but you got everything in the box that you need. One two-cell battery or whatever, I think it runs off an 800 milliamp two-cell. That part is sold separately. And the radio, obviously, but it's a bind and fly, and it just looks like it's too much fun. No, I think, yeah, I think it comes, I think it does come with at least one battery. They Normally, all the UMXs come with a battery charger, one battery, um, and then whether or not it's a plug and play, it will come with the radio or bind and fly, whether it'll come with the radio or not. So yeah, that that's standard. Yeah. Mo most of them do. I think this particular one, I don't think comes with the battery, but it's a twin 28 millimeter ducted fan at 13, five KV brushless motor. So wow. you're going to get some per pretty good performance out of that. And I just think, like I said, A10s are awesome looking anyway. I've always been a fan of the A10s. This thing just looks like it'd be great. Uh, to have under the tree. So this year you seem to have a, a little fetish with, with e-flight. There's a couple other planes that you, that you've seen from those guys that you've, you've been having a hankering to get. Oh, the timber. Yeah. You're talking about the timber. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The timber is, you know, when I came up there and I flew with you with a fun cup, I had never flown floats before. And that was the first time that I had flown floats and I had so much fun flying floats. Then we took it out took the floats off of it, put the wheels back on it, went out to the field and flew around in the field, which was just phenomenal. Then night fell. And I thought, well, that's it, you know, packing it up. And you were like, oh, no. <laughs> but <laughs> wait, flip there's more. Switch. But there's more. And sure enough, it had you put LEDs in it. And now we're flying till 1 o'clock in the morning. That was Awesome. That, that was the best trip because I flew floats. I flew at night. 
and this fun cub was just amazing it's from multiplex and it's been around a while but you can usually find it on sale for around 99 bucks unfortunately they've been out of stock for a while the fun club the fun cubs hard to get so right and they're uh, not making is, parts for it anymore yeah, that, that stuff it's it's what about four years old five years old so it yeah, is it is yeah and it's got and the wheels are kind of that hard foam as well uh it you know it does land full flaps it lands very very slow yeah e-flight came out this year with the timber and the timber is a 1.5 meter plug and play it comes with the floats it comes you know ready to go it comes with wheels it's an articulated arm so it's got a metal pin where that with springs so that you can land on rough terrain it's got leading edge slats that you can add wow to make it a short that's, that's i've never land. seen that in a, 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 like a park flyer that's i haven't ad- either and it, it is amazing and it just looks so much fun and i now, think horizon also has it on sale for about 219 dollars it lists i think list price on it's about 249 uh, once again i haven't flown it Maybe they'll send me one for Christmas. You never know. <laughs> ho, ho, ho. <laughs> yeah, Horizon, if you're listening to our podcast, send us one to review. Um, <laughs> but no, I just think it's a really, really good. It's a newer, updated Fun Cub with new wheels, new suspension. It's got that husky float plane kind of look to it. It just looks like it's a, a riot and a lot of fun. I've I've been on YouTube a couple of times watching some of the reviews, and it just looks like it's a lot of fun. And it does have enough power to do 3D if you're wanting to do 3D. But I, I like to fly the Cubs more scale and let them kind of do their thing. So I like taking off and really short and then coming back and landing, doing kind of really quick square and try to see if I can land in the same spot every time. So well, December, sounds... 1.5 milli park flyer. It's a park flyer as well, so you can fly it in the park, no problem. Well, it sounds like it's a great update to the Fun Cub, like you said, because one of the problems I had, like you said, with the Fun Cub was it had big, big t- balloon tires, you know, simulated balloon tires, but they were made out of a very hard foam. So if you tried to fly it off of a paved runway, that plane would just skitter all over it. It was it was horrible, horrible ground controlling off of an actual runway. You get it in the dirt or on the on the you know in the grass, it was fine. But anything that was hard surface, it was horrible. And I guess they updated the wheels that there's now it's a softer compound. They're they're kind of foamy, so they grip the hard surfaces. The other thing, having the spring the springs for the landing gears for the declaring landing gear is a great that'll be a great benefit to it because once again, the, one of the weak points about the Fun Cub they had landing gear. You know they articulated kinda. But the problem was you'd land hard, right? And the next thing you'd fly, you know, you'd change your battery out, put in a new battery, and then you'd start it up and the propeller would start wobbling. And you're like, what's going on? And finally, you're like, I can't fly. Or you'd start to try to fly and the plane's just vibrating itself to death. And you'd land and you're like, what's going on? You look down and you go, my shaft is bent. How did I bend my shaft to my motor? What was happening was that you'd land and the landing gear would splay, but it would happen so right. quick that right. the that the propeller would uh, have contact with the ground, ground and right. it would it would bend the shaft, you know, and you wouldn't know it. People were really getting upset about that, and you had to modify do do some mods. And you've seen mine where I've I kind of had to do these rubber band type things or hair hair bands. Kind of stole that from my my wife and the and the girls. Got that hooked up to kind of stop the wheels from splaying like they were. So that's great. Now, like you said, the the plane also comes with 
LEDs, and once again, I modified my Fun Cub and inlaid LEDs into the system so the wings would glow and that kind of stuff. And it and it doesn't do it to that degree, but it does come with lights. Uh, it does come with the floats, which comes with a rudder, um, and normally they don't come with a rudder. So that's that's great to hear, man. And you said for yeah, uh, about 150 amazing. bucks, right? Uh, for the timber? No, yeah. it's like two, two, two something. Okay, that's still a good price. Two hundred twenty. That's a good price. Because normally this, I'll tell you that the uh, the floats themselves usually go somewhere around thirty to fifty dollars, yes. depending on the size of the airplane. So just the float kit, if it comes included, then you know you're paying about one hundred ninety nine dollars for the airplane, and if you can get it for, I think Horizon has it on sale for mm-hmm. two nineteen or something. So you, you're basically getting. Uh, you're getting it for about 150 bucks plus the plus the float kit. And if uh, last month looks like it's a really good, really. And good last deal. month they just had a thing where you could just take a simple survey and you would get 25 dollars off of uh, any orders that you made. So if you still have that coupon, still if if you did the survey, you still have a 25 dollar coupon to take off of that as well. So can't go wrong with a coupon. So what else? Uh, what else have you been looking at? Well, we have uh, an episode coming up, I think, on safety, and we've talked about some of the safety issues. Uh, so I'm a big Blenderm guy. <laughs> <laughs> it really doesn't have anything. The safety part is just the kind of the, the perk of it. But uh, Blenderm is one of those things that you pretty much use on – I use on every airplane at some point or another. I think you can get it at a, a place called Jet.com. They sell it in a – box of like 25 right like 20 yeah it's it's a pretty big box i think it's 12 maybe or 20 i don't remember how many it is it's you can get a free roll in there too i think but it's uh one inch by five yards they come in a little box i think it starts at about five bucks four seventy nine or so but it's always good to have a box of blender around because it it does work really well on hinges it does work really well on cuts. <laughs> <laughs> An added bonus. If you don't have your CA available. Amazing you'd use it for cuts yeah, off for a medical you know, tape. There, but... uh, yeah. <laughs> exactly. But but it is. It's a 3M product. It's a health uh, It's a healthcare website, jet.com. And that's pretty much where you get the best blender. I know a lot of the hobby you know, websites have blender on sale, but you usually get one roll for about Three or five bucks. I've seen it for that. Yeah. This is a whole box. It's a whole box basically uh i think well the best part about getting a box mike uh, especially this time of the year and you know like between you and i if i got a box the best part is i could give it to you know everybody has anywhere between two to five flying buddies so it it makes a great gift or a little stocking stuffer to give it you know give to give your bud a roll or two nobody's gonna nobody's gonna look their nose down at that true yeah i just was uh looking this up again and i think it's per uh so i don't know the if you look around though, you do some research. You can you can usually get a uh, a box of it. And I think here there's a most of the medical supply companies. Here's one called uh, PatientSleepSupplies.com, and it's a 24 half inch uh, wide by five yards. 24 of them in a box for eighteen dollars. So it basically comes out fairly inexpensively. And I, I have that big box. Um, so either one of those. Yeah, actually, my that's what my father-in-law got me for Christmas one year. The uh, yeah, that, tape? that big box. Oh yeah, it's awesome. 
And that was several years ago. I've, <laughs> I still have, I don't know how many rolls left. Yeah. I have a box laying around here too. The problem is, is that I'll buy a box and then I'll put it in another box and then I'll forget about it. And I'll go, Ooh, blender. And I'll order another box. Cause it's only like $20 for the whole box of 24. And now I got two boxes <laughs> and I got enough blender. I could tape up the entire neighborhood and not, not you're good. You're stuff. good for an emergency. That's for sure. Woohoo. <laughs> That's right. I can chop half your leg <laughs> off and you won't have to you know, wrap it up in blender. That's pretty funny. What else you got for Christmas? Still talking about, I'm still thinking gliders. So, um, and, uh, and from our first episode, you know, we were talking about EPP. So um, once again, from Banggood Hobbies, I don't know why I'm all about Banggood Hobbies this time, but um, they, they just came out with this new mini Eagle. It's a glider. It's, it's a three channel. Uh, looks just like a, just like an Eagle. This particular version is a little little smaller. I think it's like uh, 1,200, 1200 millimeters, um, so that's like 36 inches, I think. So that doesn't sound like much, but um, it's, it's still, it's, it's lightweight. I think it takes like a 1,500 milliamp battery. It looks like a, it'd be a joy to fly. Now, they have a bigger version. Now, you're not, ta- you're not talking about an eagle like a Christian No, 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 no. I'm talking wind. about like... You're talking like about an actual, actual eagle, eagle raptor type bird. And so looks like and so the reason I, to believe it or not, the reason I was interested in it is because I see eagles all the time. They're actually quite pesky. They don't sound anything like what they tell you on TV. <laughs> the ha ha ha, you know, that majestic sound. <laughs> yeah, real real bald yeah, that's eagles. Actually a, it's actually a hawk. <laughs> I think when they record that, it's a hawk. Because the eagle sounds it, more like it, a They do not sound anything like what they put on TV. So yeah. that's that's one of those falsehoods people would be like, oh, that's the majestic bald eagle. No. That, what, what is that sound? <laughs> oh, that's a bald eagle. But, uh, yeah. Anyway, yes. we see plenty of bald eagles. I have them out here. And I think when you came up, you got to fly with some uh, out at the field one day. They were flying. It was uh, it was an immature eagle. It was all it was all brown. It wasn't didn't have the white head. But, um, yeah, we have them out here all the time, and you, they'll fly with the gliders, but I'm interested to see what would happen if they fly with something that looks just like another, you know, raptor or eagle, what, what, what they would do. I think that would just be fun. You don't think that they would attack it? Aren't they territorial? A little. Uh, you know, you buzz their nest. Uh, maybe. Yeah. I don't know. I, Hopefully you're not spending a lot on that thing. <laughs> no, I think this one, uh, the, the mini, the mini one's like $8,000 <laughs> glider. No, 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 no. Uh, the mini one's like, I want to say it's like, uh, 42 bucks. Um, and I think you can get on sale. I don't know. I've seen it as cheap as $36 from these guys. That's the uh, thing about Banggood. You know, they, they have coupons and or they're having specials all the time. So I, I've seen it. Yeah. I think it's running like maybe between 35 to like, $44, you know, that may seem like a lot, but it just all depends whatever special they're having. You can really save yourself some money. We actually have a, a family of Harris Hawks that sit at, at my place. Cause I live kind of out in the country here in Arizona. And uh, when you were here last time, we were flying the Phoenix 2000. Oh, them. that's right. They were up there yeah. soaring around. We were soaring. Yeah. So we've both have been at each other's places where we've flown with the indigenous species, so to speak. Well, I tell you what, I was actually park flying when I first started. I was flying, uh, I think I was on base uh, here on uh, Elmendorf Air Force Base, where I'm, where I, uh, right there next to me. And I, I got off of, uh, I was on my lunch break, and I went over, I went over to the little parade field, and I was flying my little. It was actually a jet. It was just one of our blue core little jets that I'd knocked out. It was like a profile plane, and I was just buzzing. Or I mean, this, this was like made it from one of those not like any of the edfs we use now is one of the old gd uh gws edfs you remember they they kind of had the little 
brush motor yeah. in it and the, it barely put out any power. You know what I mean? And it sounded it sounded like a Hoover <laughs> vacuum when it's flying. Yes, I, I, I think I still have a couple of those. <laughs> so actually. I was putt-putting around the field and I had a magpie. And I guess I guess the magpie had a nest somewhere on the field or near, you know, little trees that were surrounding the field. And the magpie started dive bombing me and chasing me. Finally, I was like, oh, I've had enough of this. And I turned tails on the magpie and started chasing it around. And it was hilarious because I ended up chasing it into a tree and then I was buzzing the tree and the bird wouldn't leave the tree. It was, it was quite funny. I, I felt victorious that day. Yeah. Well, you know, I'm going to turn you in for scaring the indigenous people. You, you got to realize that, you know, here in Alaska, we love nature. We love to eat nature too. So, you know, <laughs> it's delicious. Mmm. <laughs> Bald eagle fried. That's how I like mine. <laughs> a great bird, national bird. Yeah, you can't eat fried bald eagle. You can if you're starving. Yeah, you know, our staff is gonna our our staff is gonna do a Christmas uh, deal on that one. I can tell you now that we do not promote. We do not promote eating bald eagle. You might get a small fine, but uh. well, that's it for me for gliders. You got any other planes you like? Any other little devices that you'd like to uh, get for Christmas? There's one. Do you know? Have you ever been on Cheaper Than Dirt? Yeah, yeah. You know you've, I is? think you've told me about Cheaper it. Cheaper Than Dirt is kind of a. It's a shooting. It's kind of a shooting uh, website, and I, I'm a shooter as well as an RC guy. I think last Christmas I got you a hemostat. Oh, oh yes, you did. That's right. Set and it not just and one this, this year. <laughs> no, and that's the that's the thing. Okay, so the hemostat clamps for those of you who don't know are those surgical clamps. If you went to Walgreens or Walmart or whatever, you get one hemostat clamp for ten, twelve, no, fifteen no, dollars. I, I need this hemostat. Is this back to our safety? Our safety? Uh... <laughs> well, nobody's gotten oh, hurt. Oh, okay. Just so yet. it's not for like clamping you, arteries I, I, or veins. <laughs> just, that's not what you're talking I'm not about. Do, yeah, I cut, no, I cut I'm not something off, surgery. and I should have one of those handy. That's not what you sent it to me. No, that's <laughs> not why I sent it to you. And you could use it for that, but that's not why I sent it. Uh. But the hemostat clamps come in various sizes, and they are excellent for routing wires, reaching down through a wing and pulling, you know, like we have gliders, we have uh, balsa wood airplanes that we fly, and you can stick these long clamps through and pull the wires. Or you can have a short one and, you know, hold something while you're soldering or whatever, but they clamp together, and now you have this hemostat clamp. They're very, very expensive here in the States. Usually... Just one of them will cost you somewhere between ten and twenty dollars. Cheaper than dirt has a hemostat clamp ten piece chrome set for eight bucks. So you get ten of them for eight dollars, and they're not all straight, and they're not all the same size. You get five that are straight and five that are curved. Right, and they have like, and and I think the set you gave me, it was like they had some that were not micro, but they were it was they were pretty small, and then they had some that were eight, ten inches long. I mean, you know, I could reach in and grab right, something right. that fell down up in between the couch or something. They are they're from eight inches down to three and a half inches, and they're they're excellent. There's it's they're steel hemostats. They're not some cheap thing. I mean, they are inexpensive, but they are they're they seem to be quality. And I've used a whole bunch of them. I use them for both my shooting world and my RC world. It uh, they work very very well. But uh, check it out, cheaperthandirt.com for eight bucks. It's a hemostat clamp, ten piece set. Uh, it's a chrome variety set, and 
uh, and they, they come in very, very handy. So it'll be good for your toolbox if you're a builder or you're just putting airplanes together. Even if it's just a kit, you solder, you glue parts, you need something to hold the third hand kind of thing. Uh, they're great, great, great for that. I like to use mine for gluing because whatever, depending on whatever glue I'm using, the glue just comes off those hemostats. It wipes right off. Yes, that is true too. While we're talking about cheaper than dirt, while you're on the website and you're going to order those hemostats, go ahead and order a pick tool cleaning set. Oh, yeah. Now, this is weird because these pick tools are actually <laughs> – it's funny because you use, you use them for different stuff, but these pick tools – uh, are technically a candle carving set. That's what they're for. That's what is on the outside of the package. It says candle carving. <laughs> so if you're making candles or whatever. But Cheaper Than Dirt has it. It's a pick tool cleaning set, 12 pieces. It includes a little storage pouch. They have really fine picks. They have real uh, open spoon-looking kind of things. They are 6 and and they're all kind of, and they're kind of right goofy there. shapes, right? The the heads are all they're going at different yes. weird angles and stuff. Yes. yes, they are. They're all different types. I mean, like I said, there's 12 pieces, but each each head is different. So there's 24 different types of picks on 12 little stems, and they work really well. Once again, I use a lot of it for the the shooting world, but these work really really well for uh, foam. You can dig foam out. I had uh, an F-18 that had that just styrofoam. I just cut it out, and I used one of those picks. It has like a little spoon on it, and I was able to just scoop out the foam like it was nobody's business. Uh, put a little heat to it. You can just melt right through it if you wanted to. The picks are good for you know sticking in to a, a servo wire and pulling, pulling the servo wire out or pulling anything out of that drop down into your, your plane. Once again, it's a nice tool. Uh, I like I like box. to use the ones that you gave me once again for glue. <laughs> so not not so much for gluing, but for removing glue that gets in those places that I didn't mean to put glue into. So I can That's with true. those weird heads, I can get some get that angle in there and dig that glue out or pick out that epoxy that shouldn't be. <laughs> as I'm trying to tighten something, I don't want that epoxy in there. It's great for that stuff. Another plane that I was thinking about that I want Santa to bring me, um, and this one, if I was to complete it, I could actually use it now because there's snow outside. And as you know, I love water planes, you know, float planes. Although a little bit on the big side for uh, park flyers, there's the 71-inch Grumman uh, G44 Wingden uh, that, that that I'd like to get. It's made out of fiberglass. I've been wanting one forever. I just looked and they have one in stock. And like I said, it's a little big for what our normal park flyer talk, but it's just something I've always wanted to get. And I have a feeling that when I want to, and I, and I can't get it now. And I, and by the time I can get it, I, I have a feeling it's going to, it's going to fly by, by, I won't be there. It's a beautiful little plane. All right. That's on value yeah. hobbies, right? The widget. Yeah, it's on value about? hobbies. Yeah. Okay. That is a really nice looking airplane and it's a seaplane. So you'd have to be near water. to, to Exactly. Water. Exactly. And, and, and Cause it doesn't none, have landing unfortunately. gear. On and that's the bad part. Like where you live in the desert. I mean, you don't have access to that stuff at all. I mean, there's not really any parks or, I mean, you have them there, but you have to travel away to get to them, uh, you know, to get to the, to the lake or to get to a park. Right. They're, they're not exactly right around the corner. No, most of them are not. I mean, we do have lakes here in Arizona, but you right. have to drive. It's probably about a twenty-five or thirty-minute drive for me. Right, and that's one of the things I want to. I want to get this, but I'm kind of 
hesitant because, you know, I may be moving soon and, and I mean, there may not be a lake near me. That's and like right. right now I'm surrounded by water, uh, really easy and convenient to get to. And I'm, I'm a little hesitant to, to get this thing, but it's one of those things I want it really, really bad. I'm sure you've had this feeling before, Mike, you know, you really, 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 really want it. <laughs> I'm worse from when I was eight years old. Oh, I gotta have it. I'm going to die. I gotta have it. <laughs> and I have a credit card it's now. Terrible. I'm an eight-year-old with a credit card. No. While we're on Value Hobbies, they have a whole bunch of park flyers that are really good, too. They range from $25 up through about oh, yes. $50. Oh, absolutely. I think you yes, have one, actually, I do. right? It's one of their 3D planes. It's called it's uh, called the Laser. I highly recommend it. They have about, what, about five planes in that same like class of 3D planes, uh, different they're basically the, essentially the same plane except for one, but it's just they're just different shape, different size. But you could use the same gear on all, you know, five of the planes. Uh, they're great. I mean, for twenty five, thirty dollars for an indestructible. Well, I shouldn't say indestructible. A very highly <laughs> damage resistant plane. You can't you can't beat that <laughs> for thirty bucks or twenty five bucks. No, it's actually a great deal, and, and they're good park flyers. I mean, there's something you could throw in your car, just stop by the park, you know, jump out, fly it around for five or ten minutes on a two-cell battery, do a couple of 3D. If you bounce it off the ground, you just put some Gorilla Glue or welder's glue on it, and you're back in business the next day. So it it is pretty impressive. They look like they're good. I, I haven't flown yours, but uh, yours looks like it's in pretty good shape, and and, uh, you yeah, it is. And like I said, it's fairly easy to put together. You could probably put it together. Um, if you're a good builder, you could probably knock one out in an evening. If you're a new beginner, it'd probably take you about two days, two evenings to, to kind of put the plane together. Not that it's um, too hard or difficult, but there are a few steps that are tedious, but not too difficult. It's just that you just have to take your time to essentially get them together. And once again, they don't really come with a a great instruction manual. So some of some part, you know, you, you get a, you get a, they give you a nice laser cut. What's the circuit board, uh, G10 circuit board cutouts of like parts. The bad part is they'll, they'll give you a bunch of, um, things and you'll have them. You're like, okay, what, what does this go to? And you're like, you're trying to fit it on different parts of the plane and only to realize it doesn't go to that plane. It, you know, they make, they make one kit. Oh, it's a GWS yeah. used to do that. Yeah, GWS used yeah. to give you a big a big uh, piece of plastic, and it had 500 parts on there, and you had to pick the ones that uh, actually went yeah, there. Yeah, and they, and they kind of do the same thing. You know, they give you all the nuts, screws, bolts, and everything that you need, but it's the same thing. You get, you get a bunch of screws, and they're like, okay, there you go. Here's a screw, a paper clip, a, uh, you know, a necktie you know, device, and this other thing. And you're like, uh, what, how, do, how does this all go together, or, do I even, or does it even go to my plane? <laughs> right. Once again, I... RC groups, a fantastic resource. You can run over to RC groups. Guys have already assembled these planes. You can ask the question, what's this, you know, doohickey and what's it do? And the guys will be like, oh, yeah, that goes to a totally different plane or that goes to, you know, that uh, A-10 over there. That doesn't go to this plane. So just go over there and look at it and you, it'll, those guys will put you on track. But I, I have to say I, I was really impressed by the quality and, and how they put some of the kits together. I I was really impressed how they used the G10 and made the kits just really, really, really nice. And there's just a minimal, a few minimal things that you have to do to it to toughen them up, but nothing major. Like I said, you could fly to destruction, you know. And then if you do, just another 25 bucks and you're ready to go again. Yeah, I like their 32 inch Edge. The 540, the Edge 540 looks really impressive. I, 
It's red and white. You got to think for red and white. I I don't know what it is. Does it go faster? Well, no, I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. I I do like the red and white. I do have some blue and yellow airplanes as well. But the the Edge just has a really great roll rate. It does. It's. I mean, I've seen the real airplane fly, so I, I, uh, I'm kind of partial to it. The Yak 55 that they have is pretty cool too. I used to own a Yak 55, a full size one, so. I'm partial to that one as well. Yeah, and they also have a plane that looks uh, very similar to your cracked uh, Turbo Beaver. Uh, I think they call it the Aero Club. Uh, it's not quite the same, but it's pretty darn close. I think they call it the Acro Cub, and it's an 8-millimeter EPP. It's 35-inch wingspan. It looks very, very similar to the cracked Turbo Beaver. Jay, let's, yeah. call, let's call Mike and see yeah, what he wants idea. for Christmas. All right. So uh, hold on. Let me call him. Hello? Mike! Mike. What's going on? (laughs) Merry Christmas. Santa? (laughs) (laughs) You wish. Not quite. (laughs) Close, but no banana. (laughs) Hey, we were, uh, hey, we're doing a podcast tonight on uh, Christmas gifts, and we thought we'd give you a call and see what's on your Christmas gift, or list anyway. What's on your Christmas list? I, I honestly, I don't have, I don't have one right now. Um, what? I, I, yeah, really, I haven't. Uh, Scrooge. I haven't really. Come on. <laughs> He's a Scrooge, you cheap bastard. Come on. Do if they sell RC guy a gift? <laughs> just any gift to get a guy started, Mike. You, you must be able to think of something you'd want to, want to get bestow upon them. For- okay, so, so if, if I was going to buy a gift for somebody who is first-time flyer and because i'm cheap uh how cheap are you <laughs> i'm t- two, sti- <laughs> two sticks in and a rock, rock. <laughs> you throw all fast enough it will fly trust me uh, no, it's so, a, it's so, blender so there's a couple to of take good, the two um, sticks planes together. out there there's a one called the wing dragon I, I haven't uh tried to look for it in a while so i don't know if it's still out there but it should be out there wing dragon sport i think it was called and basically it's a pusher airplane um, and it has uh, ailerons and, you know, uh, it's a four-channel uh, airplane. And it's a pusher. And the reason why I like that plane or, or, or Bixler, the reason why I like those planes because they're, they're pusher planes. And so if you, if you dive that sucker into the dirt, you might have to fix some foam, but you probably won't break the prop and the engine and all the other parts as well unless you really, unless you really crash it. The w- reason why I like the Wing Dragon one because it came with a transmitter and stuff. And so for like under 200 bucks, uh, you can get a battery and maybe an extra battery and a plane and give it a shot. But here's the thing. If you've never done any flying at all and you don't have any way to fly with somebody, you've got to have some kind of tool or training tool to be able to learn how to, how to make it work. There's some free flying software that's out in the world. Um, unfortunately, I'm drawing a blank on the name of the one I, I'm using, but or have used. It's uh, FMS FMA uh, simulator or something like that. Flight something flight sim. I'll, I'll, I'll try to find it and uh, maybe you can put it in the show notes or something. But so that's it was it was free, but I still had to get a transmitter or a joystick to plug in to make it work on my computer. It works on a Windows computer, and so you got to have Windows to run it. Uh, it could work on Mac, but I'm not sure because I never really had to try that. It just gives you some a sense of how to fly the planes. And, and what's really cool is that that Wing Dragon plane I'm talking about, 
there is a yeah. model for that. Oh, so you, okay. So you can get that model and actually fly that plane, and it flies pretty true to its characteristics. Um, nice. To learn how to fly. So, that, so hey, there's that, that. There's that word, Jay. That, uh, that's, ca- that I can't say that word. You can't say that word? I had an accident. Uh, <laughs> he, it was pretty horrific. No, he, uh, lost a portion of my brain, and I, I can't say that word. <laughs> characteristics. I can't say it. <laughs> characteristics. <laughs> you got a really interesting characteristic there. He, he, always, re- he always replaced I can't say that yes. word. He always replaces I can say it with characterization. characterization. I, can't say <laughs> I can't say that word. Just call uh, it character sticks. Well, <laughs> carrot sticks. We'll know what you're like. All right, Mr. Just the carrot sticks. Once again, if, <laughs> yeah, if, leave it to Mike to find the free stuff nice for Christmas. Right? Once again, it's free stuff. I, I want to emphasize to people: if you're flying like we did with Blue Core with the Dollar Tree foam, what would be something you'd want to give to people who were building those types of things? What what? There, there must be a thousand okay, so, gifts. You so got. again, if you're going to do something like that, and you're going to start going to the building part, like want to build stuff on your own, then I think that there's a T1 trainer out there. You can find it in RC groups, and it has plans and everything. Cut that thing out, and then you probably would spend thirty bucks on a motor, uh, an escape, some servos, whatever. But you still need a transmitter. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. But- but but the guy has to put it together, right? So I mean, yeah. if I want to give that guy, I know he's building with like foam and and that kind of stuff. But like everybody needs some glue, everybody needs some tape, right? Right. You can you can, like I I know for myself, I I usually raid my wife's uh, her craft room, and so she got kind of smart because she hated me going rumbling through there and moving all her stuff. So she would just go down to like the dollar store or why she was roaming around and she'd see the bargain bin. And she would grab me whatever roll of tape and bring it back home. So I have the, some funky, some really, really funky duct tapes that she's given me. <laughs> zebra. They're like zebra, zebra prints zebra and there's other floral tape. prints and there's just all sorts of weird stuff that she's given me. But actually, it, it works out great if you're putting together like one of these models or, or like the T1 trainer like you're talking about or uh, even like uh, glue sticks. Right. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I put, I put, put my T1 trainer uh, together with just hot glue. I didn't even know what I was doing. I mean, this, that was the first plane ever built and I built it wrong at first, but you know, I learned some stuff uh, <laughs> about doing it, but you know, <laughs> I can't okay, figure out no, why it, this thing it, flies it, it backwards. Would, it would crash. It flies uh, really weird around every time. And we finally <laughs> figured out that I had the, that the wing was actually level instead of being uh, uh, higher up front. So obviously that's an issue. But it was my first one, so I didn't even know what the heck was going wrong or what, what I had to look at or whatever. And and after some frustrating uh, crashes and stuff, we finally figured out what the deal was. And and uh, then it started flying great. It was fun. Well, that's good. That's good. It, it started flying started great. And then great. I think that the second plane I made was that, uh, uh, what was that, sort of a hot rod thing. Oh, God, I can't remember the name of it. Getting old it was, sucks, a, it? it was a delta wing it was a delta wing plane <laughs> it's like yeah it took it took jay uh an accident to lose half his brain we just get old and lose half our brain i didn't realize that kind of stuff it. was uh contagious so thanks jay <laughs> now we feel like it's anymore carrot sticks we're gonna just we hey mike we figured out what we're gonna send jay for christmas just some carrot sticks that we can send Carrot sticks and some it's, coal. It's coming your way. <laughs> Yummy. 
yeah. So, so I mean, I, it really just depends on on you know what what the goal you know the what the person likes too, right? Because if because if, if I gave that stuff to a beginner person, you know that might just send them into the doldrums, and they may never want to build planes again if they if they're not interested in that in that part of it. So well, I'm assuming really that you know your buddy, and you know you know that if he wants to build or not, that's you know obviously you're not going to send him this something you can't use. I mean, you know, so. <laughs> Yeah, but I figure, you know, we're talking about park flyers and stuff, and so the T1's a great park flyer, and like I said, the Wing Dragon's a great uh, first plane because of, and, and the Bixler is a great first plane. I like the Bixler because it is dirt cheap. Uh, right, you again, can get one for, what, 50 bucks? No, it's like, I think it's 80 shipped, and then um, if you buy the orange transmitter from uh, from Hobby King with a receiver, uh, a, a, an orange receiver, uh, you know, you're barely into it, 100 bucks, and you got a, a reasonably good plane that that'll that'll you know it can do loops, it can fly inverted. I mean, the plane's pretty great. So oh, I got I got to second that because I really like flying yours. <laughs> yeah. The the Bixler yeah. the Bixler is kind of yeah. Cool. I mean, it just flies and, by. And itself, I like the too. fact that you yeah, it's it's a good gliding platform and slope soaring platform, and if you knock the nose off, a little bit of duct tape, duct tape or glue or whatever will put it back on there. I, I not that the not that the props are expensive. They're only like a dollar, but uh, yeah. But if you had to spend a dollar, you know, it's just a hassle. It is a hassle. Those kind of problems, you know. And so if you if you don't really have to deal with that kind of issue, then it's great. So who makes the uh, wing dragon sport uh, airplanes? That that's a hobby king as well. No, that's a no. Artec. It's, it's called Artec. Oh yeah, Artec. Yeah, yeah. And again, we can I can give you that data and we can put it in the show notes or something for. People to yeah, to, we're put the this episode we're putting links for everybody to kind of run over there before Christmas and, and uh, give it a go. Yeah, good stuff. Because we're all about helping people spend their money. Uh huh. J- Jay's really good at that. I am. Spends my money on a regular basis. Always. Yes, he is a plane broker extraordinaire. I I have a thing for finding deals. <laughs> I know you do. So, uh, is there anything you want for Christmas or want for whatever Hanukkah, Chris Kwanzaa? All denominations. How did you? Here, how did sure. you know I celebrated Chris Kwanzaa? <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, Christmas, Hanukkah, yeah, and Kwanzaa yeah. Kwan- yeah. is great. Whatever. The only one I left out was the one on uh, what was it? Jer- uh, Jerry's dad, or not Jerry? Oh, yeah, uh, Festivus. Festivus, yeah. there you go. <laughs> Festivus, Chris Kwanzaa. Yeah. Yeah, I covered them all. Yeah. It, we don't want we don't, we don't want to discriminate whatever your holiday is. Well, you know, as you know, Festivus has this feats of strength, so we save that stuff for the summertime for the most part. Gotcha. Yeah. You're in Alaska. You <laughs> hey, so I think you were looking at um, some new FPV gear, Mike. Oh yeah, I, I just recently put together a, a module for my Tyrannus that allows me to control a bunch of different types of receivers, FR Sky. Uh, spectrum, you know, a bunch of different types, and one of them was uh, the the plane is the Inductrix, which I believe is also a spectrum. It's not a plane; it's a quad. This little thing has an FPV camera and stuff, and so I looked at it. Uh, you know, I wasn't going to buy it for myself because because I'm too cheap. It's more money than I want to spend. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to. Well, but but now that you mention it, I'm telling you two guys so that you can get it for me. So, so no, I mean, really, the the um, you know, everybody was kind of excited about it on the four and one uh, module RC groups forum, and they kept talking about it. And 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 then uh, I think it was in the model aviation magazine. Uh, they did a little bit of 
a spiel on it too. And so it's, it's like, okay, it made it to Model Aviation Magazine. It's not just some wacky people thinking it's a good idea. So I went and looked it up, and so it was kind of an interesting little little deal. I think I think you spend three hundred bucks and really get a a nice FPV setup uh, where you have goggles. I guess you'd have to use your phone. I wasn't clear on whether or not I could use my Android phone or what was involved to do. No, no, oh, no, it's, oh, no, no, no. It's, it's actually they give you a a monitor. That's what I figured out later. Yeah, yeah. Monitor. There's a monitor that comes with it, and so yeah, so all those things about three hundred bucks, and you can have yourself a FPV flyer for indoors. Uh, you know, one of the things that the guy said in the Model Aviation magazine, if any of you read that that article, was something about now a coffee table becomes a race a racing area instead of um, the kids or the dog running around the table. It's you and the FPV, you know, racing around the table trying not to crash into anything. And I thought that was pretty pretty funny idea. So yeah, anyway, that's, and, that's and why I looked picture, at it. Yeah, my wife my wife thinks that's a pretty funny idea too. Right until the time I rip her <laughs> table up, and then it's not funny anymore. <laughs> no, it's not. It's kind of hey. serious. You know, that's why that's how you get good at things like table repair. <laughs> <laughs> and and I'm I'm already a glue expert, so there you go. You gotta grow, like, Mike. You can't just be stagnant. You have to grow. I can't I have to go tear stuff up at the house. I, it's not bad enough that I already made my wife mad by gluing everything to the you know, gluing myself to everything. And I, and I believe this I believe it enriches your marriage too. I mean, <laughs> you, something. you learn how to work through your issues about, you know, crashing into the table and stuff. And communication, so yelling. Mm-hmm. Through. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's right. Communication. Mm-hmm. How to sleep in the house, ah. in the back side of the house, you know, where the, where the dogs that's are. Right. That sort of thing. I, ha- I have my own personal dog house out, out back. <laughs> I, it's nice. I spend a lot of time got, there. It's got a 50 inch, uh, you know, LCD <laughs> television screen in it. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So for those of you, there. yeah, that's right. For those of you that think it's a doghouse, it's technically a man cave, you know. <laughs> I got a 50-inch television, and I got a lounge, bark lounge. Honey, I did I bad. Got. I'm going to punish myself. That's right. right. Yeah. That's right. I did notice that Mike's been getting in trouble a lot more lately since that happened. So I, <laughs> uh, now I understand. Yeah. No. Hey, so, Mike, I, you know, for that inductress idea, the great, the great thing that I saw, like Hobby King has, and then actually FPV in the general has definitely gotten to that inexpensive phase so right now for 25 dollars to about 50 bucks you can actually get goggles it's basically a five inch five to seven inch screen in it to use with like the inductress uh with the um you can get an all-in-one purpose um camera that goes right on top of that thing and they're they're going for about 20 25 bucks so once again you could probably get into one now for under a hundred dollars yeah, I that seems reasonable. I was look I've been looking at uh, do it yourself goggles too just to see what people are doing. It's really some interesting stuff out there. What, what do you got some uh, tin foil and <laughs> no, little, no, actually, little hat that goes on your head and some looking, got, uh, stuff. What, <laughs> one these dude, old set of glasses. What, wait, listen to this. One dude took a took a baseball cap. He, <laughs> he took a baseball cap and he glued the monitor and stuff like that onto that cap. And he's like you know, I did this because all the other stuff is you got to put the strap around your head. And it looks goofy, and you, you know, and so with a, with at least with a baseball cap, I don't look as goofy. And I thought to myself, right. well, you know, <laughs> yeah, you I don't look, goofy, I don't, but, I don't look goofy with a baseball cap with my iPhone <laughs> taped to the taped to hey, the brim. But hey, it was, it, you know, when you're doing FPV, you're going to look goofy. There's really not much you can do about it. Um, you know, until, until they get. I haven't seen a stylish set of glasses yet, or if, something. If, yeah, well, if Google Glass comes back. 
you know, and then we yes, well, that would then, be stylish, and then that would be good, yeah. But until then, we gotta wait, gotta wait for that technology. Well, or or you're gonna have to get one of those military helmets with the night vision, you know, the whole thing, and it's several thousand dollars, right? Well, that's pretty as this funny. episode's turned out to the Scrooge episode, you know. <laughs> It's nothing over ten dollars. Can we get nothing? That's right. (laughs) Uh, Hey, what's your white elephant gift for today? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I think I'll take. I'll I'll take some gold. (laughs) That's pretty funny. (laughs) It looks like Mike's running out of battery, so we're gonna have to wind it up for him. (laughs) He's gonna drop off there. I I got some time left. I think that's what he's using. He's using the crank. He's got yeah, pedal faster, Mike. Your phone's dying. I got to use my generator, but it makes a lot of noise. So you know, self generator. I I don't want to interrupt the podcast. But he's Uh, in good shape, though. Let me tell you. That's right. He's so cheap. He's got a bicycle that he sits in while he's talking on the phone to power everything. Oh, Mike! I tell you what, we really appreciate you coming on and and talking with us and sharing your Christmas dreams with us tonight sure. hopefully <laughs> we could pass them on so that yeah. someone when he wakes up on the 25th yearly he can have something that you've recommended that's true uh, and then uh, we know now that it'll fit in a stocking <laughs> <laughs> you don't even have to wrap it just shove it right in there coal and a couple of sticks and some blender and we're gonna uh, get blender to- yeah it's good well, Christmas, you don't have to spend thousands of dollars on this sport. And that's one of the good things about it. And I know we're giving Mike a hard time about it, but really, it's inexpensive. You don't have to give somebody a hundred dollar, you know, thousand dollar model. That's true. I mean, you could you can build something. You can go to the Dollar Tree store. I mean, there's plenty of plans out there, and you can get away relatively inexpensive. So, I mean, we make fun of it, but we started out cheap as well. Absolutely. It's just your, you know, the sickness kind of grabs you, and then the next thing you know, you're spending thousands of dollars on airplanes. But but everybody needs uh, gear to get you know to get into this hobby. So true. like you, you know you, you were just talking about buying hemostats from cheaper uh, what was it again cheaper than cheaper, than, cheaper dirt. than dirt cheaper than dirt right. So there's there's our cheap theme right there. You know ten dollars for those buying glue sticks, getting those picks for six dollars, buying the blender right. and tape for eighteen dollars. People need scissors. You need like nippers. Um, you know I will say I will say this about. <laughs> about this hobby um you you can spend a lot of money i mean you really can but what i like about it is that if you don't want to you really don't have to i mean you can continue to get more planes or whatever or build your own planes out of foam like jay's suggesting can you know um swap pieces from one plane to the other etc etc that's what i like about this you know as far as hobby goes if you if you like skiing for a hobby i mean that's that's expensive golf uh, that, oh, that yeah. stuff's Golf expensive. Huge, I mean, so, right. so, so when I look at, you know, as far, you know, drinking, if you just like to drink, <laughs> I mean, this, this hobby is, is better than that. And so, uh, you know, forget that smoking. I mean, again, oh, these are just smoking. like standard things that wow. people do. Right. And if you stop smoking or stop drinking, you could do the RC hobby instead. I mean, and you could get a four wheeler. <laughs> I mean, it's and we crazy. Need, we need, that's right. We could get. We need to get a billboard. We could do that. Stop smoking. Fly RC. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah, but but those, seriously, those truth guys would love. As it. far as hobbies go, it's it's on the lower end of costs. That's true. It, that's true. I think uh, once your initial, I think there's an initial cost to get in because, like I said, your radio you have to get. And I know we talked about radios being less expensive nowadays. 
Um, you were saying that they just came out with some new ones anyway that were relatively inexpensive. Yeah, Spectrum so. came out with one that's cheap, more yeah. uh, not cheap but inexpensive. Uh, although it doesn't have the features I'd I'd like, you know, I'd want I'd want people to buy, uh, which are sound to have sound and uh, the haptic feedback. Those two, those two features alone for me were worth the no, money I spent. Explain to our listeners what the haptic feedback. It's just vibration, so that when something happens, uh, you can like if you're spinning a knob that's going to be in the center, it'll vibrate when it makes the center, so you know that made it to the center. Or there's you, there's just different things like that, just feedback mechanisms. Whereas some of the cheaper radios, or sorry, inexpensive radios, don't have that those features, and although you don't really need them, it's just something I like. But but I I sat down and penciled it out. You really could be set up nicely, nicely, for less than six hundred bucks. True, that's actually pretty that's, good. Yeah, I mean, considering when we started, six hundred dollars was what. Jay, Jay, what was our FMS? Uh, I mean, our sorry, our FMA direct uh, chargers. They were like two hundred bucks, maybe. Two hundred fifty bucks. Yeah, so two fifty um, for the, one of those. Yeah. Well, I mean, you probably get a Cell Pro Four and be and be good there, which aren't aren't in that two hundred dollar range, if I remember right. And no, they're only like fifty dollars. Yeah. And so, so you can get one of those, and uh, you know, like I said, a Tyrannus or a Spectrum radio or a Photographer radio or whatever, and then that's a couple hundred bucks, and then your first plane, and then some couple of batteries, and to start the hobby, six hundred bucks, you're good, and you got really what you need. You get really what you need to launch from, and then anything else is just you know the yearly maintenance on whatever hobby you would normally have anyway. And you know, te- technically nowadays, you could if you found the right airplane, you could get the whole setup already in the box. Some I mean, some of the e-flight airplanes come with Spectrum radios; right. they come with batteries. Already. That's why I say I like that Wing Dragon one because of that because it came with a radio. It wasn't a Spectrum radio, but but it, it's still a radio that works, and you can. And actually, I think quite frankly, now that I think about it. You can actually use that transmitter with your computer to use that flight simulator. I'm pretty sure that's how I learned about it from that Wing Dragon. Uh, that's pretty impressive. So, so all that stuff comes in through through that. Anyway, uh, you know that's neither here nor there, really. Well, that's cool. Well, we appreciate your input, sure, no Mike. Problem. We hope you have a wonderful, uh, wonderful holiday, Christmas, Chris oh, Kwanzaa, oh, oh. whatever it is you're celebrating. <laughs> <laughs> and I'll be seeing you at the park for the Festivus uh, Pizza Strength. <laughs> Festivus Pizza. Okay? We got to have the Festivus Pizza. We got it. There you go. That's a spring the uh, Festivus for the rest right? of us. Festivus. You know that's what it is. That's right. Yeah. That's exactly what it is. Mr. Well, we appreciate you joining sure. us. And, no problem uh, at all. We appreciate you have, being on our podcast once again. It's always a pleasure to have Thanks. you. And once again, have a wonderful Christmas. You too. Talk to you later. See you, buddy. All right. We'll see Bye. you guys. What do you think Larry wants for Christmas? We should give him a call. I don't know. You know, Santa doesn't, he doesn't tell me every, you know, what all the boys and girls want out there all the time. He gives me hints, but uh, I think we should give Larry a call. Yeah, let's get, see what he, what he's up to. Yeah, he's probably home. So uh, let's give him a call and see what he says. We're not going to wake him, are we? I don't know. Because he, you know, he's probably in his footy pajamas, probably waiting for the man to come down the chimney. (laughs) Yeah, I think the last time we were talking to him, he was in his pajamas, man. That guy. He was in his pajamas, man. That's and he has the type that the butts us out the back, and he's a hairy man. Well, hey, let's let's give him a call right now. We'll find out what he's doing here. All right. Hello, Larry. Larry. What's going on? Merry Christmas. What are you guys doing? Hey, we're uh, doing a podcast tonight. We just thought we'd give you a call and talk a little bit about a Christmas episode. 
We uh, had the opportunity to talk to Mike uh, just a few minutes ago and uh, thought we'd call you and see what do you want for Christmas? What are some of those things that you would like to either give or receive? My thinking is more on the giving side. What a good guy. Hey, we're all up for that. What a, what a nice guy. I think he's need, the first one to say that. I know. Do you need my address? Because I, you know, uh, I'm waiting for it right now. Actually, what I had given already, um, it was a Lemon RX receiver and um, stabilizer building unit. Oh, that's a good side. choice. That's a, that's a good stocking stuffer. Yeah. We put built up a new airplane yesterday, and I told him, I said, uh, what you need to put in this thing, just to make sure that it flies nice right from the beginning, you don't have any issues, is some kind of a stabilizer. And he said, how about one of the ones that you put in yours? And I said, I just happened to have, well, I said, we'll talk to Santa about that. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Jay lives next door to Santa. We talk Yeah, he's right up the street. <laughs> I hear that. Yeah, he, he but, snowmobiles by his house on an occasion. Uh, stinking reindeer in my yard all the time. <laughs> oh, man, leaving that dropping. <laughs> oh, we have the droppings here too. Um, <laughs> the Lemon RX stabilizer has a built-in receiver, which is Spectrum. I think we talked about this at one of the other uh, podcasts, but it's got a DSMX receiver built into it. You can add a satellite receiver that works in in conjunction with it and the whole works all rolled up together is about thirty dollars so so you get a you get a satellite with that you get the actual receiver with stabilizer for about 30 bucks is what you're saying yep 32 32 bucks delivered i think nice and and can you get more can you get more than one satellite with that one does it only take one or can you put two in there no this is going it's only good for one it's got one port on it for that and it's a uh, set, it's a seven channel stabilizer, seven or six when you're using it in stabilizer mode because you can't really use the gear channel. Oh right, but they do allow you to use the battery channel as an aux too. So it does have you know it gives you something back. So you can use full six on it if you so if you have flaps and so forth it'll work. That's what I do with my T twenty eight. Now can you did you say this one has telemetry or no telemetry? No telemetry. No, they have telemetry available, but not not on this unit. Uh, this one doesn't even have what's called diversity antennas. I think we talked about that diversity right. Those antennas. Are real long ones. No, they're just little tiny whiskers, and they aren't even the whiskers like uh, Jay was talking about. AKJ, they're uh, actually shorter. They're not very long, but it uses a different principle to determine which part of the receiver's working, you know, and so forth. So they cost more. They're instead of 19 bucks for the receiver stabilizer i think they're 25 or something like that not a whole lot more for really what you get now has he flown with one of these before um he's flown my my couple of my airplanes that have them on it that um i don't i guess you haven't seen it as a matter of fact i think we put one in one of your airplanes we well i have several of the uh these lemon receivers in a, a bunch of different airplanes but we put that little uh receiver stabilizer in yours that had the little pots that you said that's take a correct. real tiny screwdriver that is correct yeah we put it in so, my um what's um oh man i have a uh, brain hemorrhage that over 50 disease yeah. yes we talked about that earlier with the whole car <laughs> yeah. now i've been in the car accident with the over 50 years <laughs> i think jerry lewis has a thing with that for that every every i don't know the telethon telethon yeah i don't know about that <laughs> over 50 telethon <laughs> 
erratics. That's the word I'm looking for, the erratics. We put it in the erratics. No wonder you couldn't remember. I know. My brain was erratic. Yeah, that unit is very uh, capable. I have nicer ones that are in a, one of my other planes that's that new. can't remember now. I'm having the same disease. <laughs> <laughs> it's contagious, by the way. When we're all talking together, everybody forgets. <laughs> it's like, I Aurora. Aurora. Oh, the Aura 8, yes. I have one yeah, of those. Yeah, the Aura well. 8. Um, it's it's really nice unit, but it's way overkill for a f- some of these little foamies. Oh yeah, whereas, right. Whereas yeah. this other unit does a beautiful job. Uh, it's easily switched on and off with your your radio. You can even increase the gain with your radio. So it's it's got a lot of capability. As long as you have an eight or higher in the spectrum models. Right. The other thing that I would think of as a gift. Is, and it ha- you have to have some knowledge here. Um, it'd be hard for my say tell my wife, yeah, I need some new batteries for so and so because <laughs> that's a she's not for she's not gonna have. She'll give me a couple double A's or something. That's right. <laughs> What's it, this car battery is. doing in the stocking? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Either too big or too small. And so I I kind of think it's difficult unless. You quiz the individual, and they say, "Yeah, I'd like to have these," and you can buy them at Value Hobby, or you can buy them at Hobby King. And even then, if they tell you the exact model number and everything, you got to get the right connector. Otherwise, you got to cut the connectors off or put in an adapter, which I don't like doing. The other thing uh, is battery chargers. I don't know about you guys, but I'm constantly charging lots of batteries because when I go fly, I'll fly nine, ten, thirteen hundreds, and three cells and a couple two cells and battery chargers they hobby king has a quattro unit that's really nice it does four at a time it's got those individual processors on it you can power it up with a module that you can buy very inexpensively from another location i discovered uh bought santa claus happens to be bringing that to uh my son as well oh very nice (laughs) It's a, you can get a 30 amp regulated power supply, puts out 12 to 14.2 or something like that, adjustable. It regulates right where you put it and handle up to 30 amps. So that's quite a bit of input. Wow, that's impressive. Yeah, Jay and I I are both uh, FMA users. We have Power Labs. Oh, yeah. And they, (laughs) they, they do what? They're nice. Yeah, they're super nice and they do up to like, what, 10 or 12 batteries at a time so you can do it on a right board. well i mean our power supplies are each like you know 40. 45 45 amp right power supplies yep. so they're serious they're for really doing a lot of batteries or some big big batteries right so. yeah we can do like five ten cells all simultaneously pretty amazing what uh what else is on your uh, christmases what would you like to receive for christmas you know that's like we were started to say i i really don't know Christmas is my two front I kind of get whatever I want when I want it. Mm. It's, it's really, it, well, it's you. You, you know, are my, a hard man to get stuff for for Christmas, then, because you know you already got absolutely. what you want. That's that's the hard I, part. And if I don't jump on Amazon, jump on Value, you know, any of those sites, you can get the stuff in four or five days. So you don't, really, or you can go down and buy it locally if you want to. That's true. We were just talking. I was at work the other day talking about Santa Claus. How that's the job I want to have because he only works one day a year, makes his entire salary in one day. <laughs> I mean, does he get paid? I don't know. 
Jay, Jay will have to ask him next time he's in the yard. Yeah, I'll have to ask him. I, I don't know. You know, he's he kind of gets his check every October for you know PFD <laughs> money like everybody else up here. And uh, I don't know. Not just start talking about it. It seems kind of suspicious, you know. He only works one day out of the week. You know, the rest of the year he's just kind of hanging out. I don't know. He does seem kind of shifty. He's, he's all bummed out because he has to spend his PFD money on reindeer food. <laughs> <laughs> it's like every year I have to feed these animals. Yeah, well, what about he, retirement? I don't know. He's Maybe got, he is retired. When, when he's got to be careful, though, with those reindeer, because if he lets them roam around the neighborhood too long, a couple will go missing. <laughs> people's garages around <laughs> they'll here. Wind, that's, they'll wind up on the table, as we talked about. Exactly. That. They are delicious. Yummy. <laughs> yeah, it's hard for me to tell people what I want, because I pretty much have it or go get it. And I have to research everything to the nth degree before I can buy something and, and I got to find the cheapest place I can locate it. I'll spend more time trying to find a good buy rather than just buy it and enjoy it. <laughs> so, <laughs> hey, hey, guess what? I found the cheapest. It's only $2, but they've been sold out for a week. Oh, <laughs> well, I'm telling you, that's happened before. <laughs> you spend so much time looking for the item that they sold out while you weren't watching. That's terrible. Absolutely. Well, There's happened. nothing wrong with being frugal, my friend. Oh, Mike was all kinds of cheapo, he said. No, that's right. We called him Scrooge. <laughs> More so the Grinch, I think. He wasn't giving damn. He, said, he was trying to give gifts that were free. <laughs> uh, he's like, well, I would give this away because it's free. Hmm, terrible. What kind of airplane is this going in? I bought a Texan. I guess John bought a Texan Freewing. Oh, the T6, the T6 Texan by Freewing? T6 Texan, yeah, the, the yellow one. It's right, uh, right. three wing. I think it's 57 inch wingspan, something like that. It is very heavy. It's uh, you know, it's got every everything you need, ailerons and rudder and so on and so forth. So he uh, pretty much doesn't want to take off and crash it right away. And they and they do have a tendency to be a little tail heavy if you don't get that nose weight increased to where it's supposed to be. So we're working on trying to get the CG where it needs to be for. A beginner. Oh, is he a beginner? Nice. I thought he had flown before. When I say a beginner, I mean a person who there's different levels of beginning, such as just learning to fly, have no idea what the sticks do. He's way beyond that. He can fly fairly well in that regard. But I mean, someone who's new at flying a larger plane that has all your control surfaces and everything. I think like the heaviest plane he's ever flown up until this one would be a pound and a half, maybe. Uh, this oh, thing's going to oh, be gotcha. three or four pounds when it's done. Right. right. Maybe more. Maybe it's five pounds. So it's a lot, a lot heavier plane than what he's used to flying. And it's a, a tail dragger with retracts. So you got to learn how to hit the right switches, make sure we got all that set up right. It's true. It says it weighs 1,950 grams. So we'll let uh, Jay do the conversion on that. Oh, wow. Uh, I don't know, three or four pounds? <laughs> that was quick. <laughs> wow. <laughs> That's good. Yeah, he's a math whiz when it comes to that kind of thing. Let me tell you. Human computer, let me tell you right there. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's Well, the batteries are 390 grams, I think. So they alone are pretty heavy just, just for one battery. Well, it, it flies off of a four cell, right? So it's not a huge battery. Correct. Yeah, four cell is fine. Yeah, it's four cell, four thousandths is what we're using. That's pretty much what was recommended. And I think it even recommended 385. 
even if you do put in the exact weight you're supposed to put the battery all the way to the front, it's still tail heavy. So I, I will tell you because I, I have experience, you know, with some of these guys at the club when I was there that had flown these T6 Texans and some of them were small, some of them were large scale, but there's a common error for when you guys made in this thing of rotating way too early. Everybody wants to rotate like a normal, you know, high powered motor and they just rotate right off the ground. If you rotate this too early, it will immediately start rolling on its back. It, it's just the way the design Great. was. I don't know why all the RC ones that I've seen work. It, it just make sure that when you maiden it, you take off in a very flat, don't pitch the nose way up because it has a tendency to want to roll over. Okay. I'll so, keep that. Just FYI, I'll keep that in your, mind. your stabilizer should, you know, you, I don't know if you take off with the stabilizer on or off. I usually take it off with off, but I will just tell you that when you get in the air and fly it around, it's going to work beautifully. But when you take off, a lot of guys get a little excited and rather just hold it on the ground a, a second or two longer and then just let it come off the ground on its own. Don't try to yank it off the ground because it'll pitch up pretty drastically. And Okay. And uh, I've seen really large scale balsa wood airplanes just auger in because the guys did that. And this one should have a split flap on it. And the split flaps cause a lot of drag. These, um, the son was saying that he reviewed this and this particular one comes without flaps. Oh, okay. They, it has the cutouts for them, mm -hmm. but I'm pretty sure we talked about this, that it's going to be one, one piece flap. It's not going to be a split flap because of the required number of servos you would need. Right. And so not going to have that, but he did mention that. So I was kind of surprised to hear you say that because, yeah, they do, the real ones do have split flaps, yeah. from what I understand. Well, and some of the balsa wood ones have split flaps as well. So they, uh, I've seen guys that did that too. They put, they take off without the flaps or they take off with the flaps and the flaps, split flaps create a lot of drag. And okay. so you get a lot of downward motion. It, you know, it's not like a, what we see, the type of flaps that kind of come down when they're split you're actually breaking that airflow apart and it, it'll come out of the sky pretty quick. Oh, got to keep a little bit of a speed and a little bit more nose down. If you try to level off, it'll just stop flying. So, but have fun with it. It looks like it's a great uh, airplane. Did he get it from motion RC? I believe he did. Yeah. They've got that's some, where he did order from Jay and I were talking about, they got some really good models out this year. We, we um, were looking at some of their models. They're, they're a very impressive company that has some very detailed foam models. Very this unit was extremely well designed. If you forget the CG issue, it's very well designed. <laughs> <laughs> Whoops. Ooh. It has a uh, very nice uh, paint paint job. You know, we're manipulating this thing and putting it together and putting the screws in and, you know, doing the number on it. It's, it's, it's sitting in a little uh, holder, but we're pushing on it real good. And no marks, no dents, no nothing. Very, very good quality for, you know, a very inexpensive overall airplane, I think. Right. Well, it nice. looks like it's in good condition. So that's, uh, I mean, they've got a lot of, a lot of nice features. I like the canopy and <clears throat> you know, the real life spinner kind of look. Looks kind of nice. Yeah. I was, I had a lot of fun with this plane until we started doing the CG. And then I got worse when I took off the ESC and motor so that I could change out the, battery connector right it comes it comes with my connector a dean's connector which is overall my favorite up until you get into 
four cells. Then I kind of like to go more towards something that's a little heavier duty than a, a Deans. Even though we've talked about that, Deans can carry a lot of current. The problem is the wires. You get those real stiff wires, and if you're trying to make up a connection and try and get the wires back into the, so you can get the canopy on, you have a tendency to break that connection. So I like to use uh, XD60s or bullets or something. And this this particular plane, the batteries he bought have XHTs, is that correct? That's correct, XHTs. So he bought two sets of those, and we went through two sets getting one. <laughs> <laughs> nice. It, it, it's just a little bit different than what I'm used to. Well, the first time I did it, I said, I have no idea how these go together. And, of course, you know, we have computers sitting there. We could have looked it up. But instead, we just decided to put the bullets on and then try to slide them in. That don't work. you got to put the wires through them first. Right. And then try to push down on a hard surface somewhere or whatever. And took a little bit of messing around in order to get that figured out. But once we did, they, they seem okay. I would still prefer using the XT60s myself. Sure. These are just for a little bit higher volume of uh, current, I think, for the, the XT, HXT. Yes, my my yeah, six cells my six cells have these particular ones on them. Well, they're what, four four millimeter bullets. That's correct. So they can carry quite a bit more current. They make a lot better connection. Right. Plus, you got the body or the shell of the unit that helps hold everything together. Yeah, I mean they look okay. They're just not the easiest connectors to work with, in my opinion. No, I I don't disagree with you. It does take a little bit of uh, finesse to get them in there. But I will tell you that. You can always make an adapter, or I think Hobby King has a whole bunch of adapters that go from HXTs to XT60s, so you don't have to do any soldering, FYI. Well, but if you put an adapter in there, in this particular case, you're going to have an issue that's even amplified from my main concern, is that you're going to, it came, like I said, with a T connector, and so now you're going to have an adapter and still connected to a key T connector. So you got all kinds of stuff you have to stuff down into a certain small area in order to get the canopy back on. Or it's just you got so much wire that you got to push down in there. And that, that's where I think we get into problems with uh, disconnects. Right. And the Murphy effect kind of goes up the more connections you have. Then Murphy yep. says, oh, I think uh, we're going to have a disconnect right here. <laughs> Yeah, right about the time you're inverted one foot off the ground in your nice new airplane. Exactly. Yeah. It just happens. That's my thinking. Hey, so Larry, since you're a guy who has everything, you buy the plane that you want, so to get you a plane might be a little difficult. For like a stocking stuffer or for kind of a good gift to get yourself, would it, would you say you'd like, you know, more tools or, or things for the plane, you know? So like if I got you let's say decorative tape for your plane or um, let's say a wrench for removing the, um, you know, the, uh, propeller. No, the old man's propeller. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> propeller. You know, speaking of that, <laughs> <laughs> I think one of the most difficult things I have, and I don't have a tool that's really designed for it is a prop remover Ooh. or a prop reamer. Yeah, I have, I have both. All it takes is a nail or a drill bit or something, but it seems like I never have the right tool. It's got a nice handle on it. It would be something be good to have to take those spinners off, you know, off the front of your your prop adapter. Excellent, because that's like one of the things that both Mike and I have. Uh, we have prop reamers. So they're pretty inexpensive. I think they run about three to five dollars for a prop reamer, and now they have for removing the um, 
the spinners off of planes as well, too. They have specialized pliers for those as well that just came out from, like, Hobby King. And I think Value Hobby, uh, Value Hobby carries them as well. And they're they're quite interesting. They have two – they're, you know, they're made to go around the actual uh, – uh, that hub, and then they have two little tabs that come off of them that go in the hole, that little hole that they have that you can grip, that grips for them and takes them right off. It's hmm. pretty interesting. Yeah, I actually yes. have I actually have that, and then I have a spinner wrench. So this the it's a flat wrench or a flat piece of metal, and it's got all the different nuts kind of cut out. So then you can just kind of move whichever one you have, and it works like a wrench. It's a prop wrench. I need to look it up. Like, who makes that one, Jay? Do you remember? I I don't remember. To to, to be truthful, Dubro. I want to say Dubro. I don't know. I if think it's it is a Dubro, Dubro or a Sullivan. Maybe that's it's either one of those two. We'll we'll find it we'll, and we'll yeah, put we'll it put we'll it in, put in, the, show in notes. the show notes. For Dubro sure, makes everything. They do. As they far do. as tools, uh, I I typically pick up all kinds of tools for this kind of hobby. Work fine. So they don't have to be really high quality. They don't have to be real heavy duty. So Harbor Freight's my specialty place to go to to acquire some of these lesser quality tools for doing this. That way I can have a toolbox in the garage, a toolbox in my truck, and one that's some stuff in the basement. I'll duplicate all this stuff, and and I do make multiple trips there. I, I think I pretty much keep them and you know going here in town. <laughs> it's nice that you support your local businesses. That you come in, they're like Larry. That's right. It's like cheers. <laughs> they have the Larry yeah. section. Yes. Hey, we hey, thought you I'm, might like I'm, this over here. I'm up to the regional manager. And that, <laughs> this is serious. The guy knows me. The regional manager for Harvard, because I met him on the way up. But anyway, there this, you uh, go. Nice bunch of people, and and they've got the stuff I usually need at a great price. And, and the nice part about those guys, and I, my wife and my kids, actually, for Christmas, that's that's what they were going to, like, um, from Lowe's or, or even Target. They would just go to the bargain bin and just grab random tools and, and give them to me. And then I, I usually could use them. Like you said, I throw them in the bag or I have them in my truck. They're, they make great stocking stuffers, and everybody can use another pair of ice grips or screwdriver set. It's, it's awesome. And it's yeah, expensive. Tie wrap. You know those little t- nippers, like a tie yes. cutter. Oh, we love oh, yeah. those. Uh, yeah, yeah. I think I heard you guys talking about that in one of your other casts. Is that those little tools are great for cutting off plastic clothes or tie wraps or any kind of protrusion you want to kind of remove. And and if you damage them, throw them away by another pair. Oh yeah. Hold on. I, what did you say? Protrusion. I got to look that up. I don't. <laughs> well, look at that thing that's on your neck. That I, it's, oh, I always stare. I can't help but stare at a it. Bump. Uh, a bump. That's what I get for talking to you two guys. I got to get my dictionary out to look at your term. Protrusion. That's funny. But Larry, you made me think of something else. Uh, another good gift would be like tie wraps. I mean, not tie wraps, but the zip ties. Well, I think we're talking about the same thing. Yeah. yeah. That's, I that's mean, what I call it. They're they're inexpensive. You know, you get a bag of them for, I don't know, 2 $3 for what, 50 100 And you can use you can them for everything. A, you can get a bag for a buck to 2 bucks on sale at Harbor Freight. Oh, there, there you, you go. go. So They, they have those Advertisement too. plug. I know, right? <laughs> yeah. It's like, we're going to have to put that, that we're supported by, right? <laughs> well, you guys are always talking about how you are our hobby king. Uh, partial owners of the company. <laughs> well, I'm I'm partial owner of the whole dang country. What are you talking about? I got a couple of well, villages, schools. You know, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, there's yeah, I've heard Moansville in uh, China. <laughs> and, 
they Bob's built the Jing Zhang. I think the, a couple more dollars, and they're going to build a, a big bronze statue of me there in their town. I think I've seen one there. <laughs> it the, well, it was on National Geographic. Oh, uh, yeah. And I, and <laughs> that I, and was I think me. I saw one. I said, that looks just like Michael Bond. That was me. I, th- I like and I go to for my friends and stuff when we can't find what we need locally. I tend to go to Value Hobby. I mean, talk about plugging. I, I really, you guys like King. I like the Value Hobby place. It's good prices quick delivery and i've had problems like everybody does with orders here and there but they work with you and they take care of you right away and they give you the credit that you need so i've i've been really good with them so yeah happy with them. jay has actually been plugging a different one tonight he uh he's been plugging banggood hobbies yeah i've never i've never used them uh, I, I i just started to recently use banggood a lot because you know since i'm here in alaska Shipping. Everything Everything for me is about shipping. And so I like Value Hobbies because I can order from them and their shipping is reasonable, even up here. Banggood, Good. pretty much all their shipping is free. That's a that's a big deal for something to get something and get it here for free. Now, does it come within three days? Yeah, I might have to may stretch it out to two weeks to three weeks, maybe a month. So wow. that can be a bit of an issue, but... When I look at an item and I want to buy something that costs $5, but the shipping costs me $25, that tends to really <laughs> change how I'm going to order something or if I'm even going to order it. So uh, I can wait a while. Unfortunately, that's just the nature of living in the great country up here is just to, uh, you know, I may have to wait on shipping. But, to ma- hey. the, the dog sleds are only run like every two weeks. So <laughs> yeah, that's better. right. And those little, those little doggies can only go so far and the snow gets deep. And, yeah. It'll do so good. <laughs> It'll do so good. Yeah. yeah, especially when they're having to haul Jay's orders up there to his igloo. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> How do you heat that igloo, by the way? You ever build a fire in there? <laughs> It wouldn't, that's make, right. it wouldn't make very long. It wouldn't last. That's very right. Long. Well, that's why I had to stop uh, ordering uh, balsam planes because they'd, they'd be like, oh, look, wood. We'll burn that. You know, the foam <laughs> ones, not so much because the fumes get to them, so they don't burn those. But uh, the balsam planes, yeah, they, they torch them up in a second. Good kindling. So, there you go. Yeah. Hey, Jay, when you order stuff from China, such as Lemon RX or someplace like that, I know for me, they have a flat rate of, I think, $3.99. So if I buy a handful of receivers or any of those stabilizer units, it's three ninety nine. Is it the same price to you? It's the it's the same price. Well, uh, ordering from those guys are, is pretty good as well. It, they pretty much have a the, the same flat shipping. Oh, okay. Flat rate. So yeah, it's good. the same. Good. They just throw it over the fence into his backyard, right? I mean, you know. <laughs> yeah, he's getting close, isn't he? Well, <laughs> just put in a slingshot, am... <laughs> one of those, uh, you know, one of those catapult things, and just catapult it over to your place. Well, a little fact, you know, we are equidistant from everywhere on the planet up here, and we are the central, we are the importers of everything from the Asian Pacific Rim. So it all comes through here, which is very frustrating. While well, I'll be watching, I'll be tracking a product. And I, I could see when it comes into the Anchorage airport, only to fly down to the lower 48, and then you have to come all the way back up here to oh, get dropped wow. off in my, my mailbox. That sucks, let me tell you. Yeah, that's that's ridiculous. You know, that's one of my favorite lines from uh, the movie Brother Where Art Thou when he's asking for the hair thing. And he says, well, aren't you a geographical oddity? Four days from everywhere. <laughs> that's Jay. He's like two weeks from everywhere. The entire world revolves, revolves around him. That's funny. Yes, he is an oddity. 
Well, uh, is there anything else on your Christmas list? I uh, hate to boot you out, but it's been a pleasure. If there's anything you can think of. No, I think I've pretty much covered everything I'm interested in anyway. Well, that ought to be a very quick list. It's not a very long one. Well, I'll, I'll talk to Santa. I think you'll get everything. So, you know, I think you're, I think you're in good. Like I said, I'm a giver. <laughs> <laughs> That's what she said. <laughs> well, Larry, it has been a great time having you on our podcast tonight. We do appreciate it. We hope you have a wonderful Chris Kwanzaa is what we told uh, Mike. He was and Festivus. Festivus. So the Festivus and Chris Kwanzaa, that pretty much covers all your holidays. And, uh, man, have a great one, and I hope the new year brings you lots of new uh, joy as well. Same to you, and thanks for having me. Yeah, it's always a pleasure, so we appreciate it, and uh, thanks for joining us tonight. Good night. Good night. night. You know, one of the other airplanes that not really – it's right on the verge of the park flyer, but the Motion RC has a new airplane. It's the, F8, uh, the F8F1 Bearcat. <laughs> oh, millimeter 47 inch wingspan it's made out of foam it is their new airplane it looks spectacular it looks very very impressive it's got good lines on it four bladed prop tractable gear it just looks like a really really fun airplane to fly it's got you know really realistic look to it i think they they have it for like 199 bucks which is really really good for motion rc most of their airplanes are a couple of hundred. Uh, yeah, this but one, Motion RC has the best planes. I mean, their planes look the most realistic. Uh, you know, foam planes, uh, I have to say, all their foam planes look awesome. They they just have great detail, great paneling. I'm really impressed with their molds or what, what – I don't know what they're doing over there, but from their paint jobs to just the thoughts of the planes that they bring out and the detail that they have in their planes, very impressive. Yeah, and I, I've always uh, wanted that F-15 that, or F-16 boat that they have out there. Those are, <laughs> those are pretty <laughs> impressive, both of them. The 90-millimeter ones are just phenomenal to me. So, Well, it sounds like we have a lot of good gifts. We sure enjoyed uh, having Mike and Larry on to the podcast tonight. Jay, I, I hope you have a wonderful Christmas out there. Same to you, Mike. Uh, happy, happy Festus and happy Kwanzaa. Hanukkah. Chris Kwanzaa. Oh, thank you. <laughs> Chris Kwanzaa. I, I don't, I don't yeah, have it written down funny. in front of me. It's such a long acronym. I, I, I get a little confused. But still, have a happy season, and I wish that to our, our listeners as well. Absolutely. And uh, if you are listening, we just ask that uh, towards the end of the year you help us out. You should go to our subscribe page on our uh, website. Hit a subscribe link. You can subscribe with iTunes, Android, Intune, Google+, or Stitcher Radio. And and give us a uh, a review and a star rating. Help us boost our uh, our standing with iTunes, if you would. Wow, Mike, sounds like just like Santa Claus, we're like everywhere. <laughs> we are everywhere. <laughs> we try to put us on everywhere. Give everybody access. We think it's important. So I was just going to mention as as well. We're also on uh, RC groups as well. We have a we have a blog on RC groups, and uh, we'll also be mentioning on there as soon as our podcast gets released uh, for the week. We'll post it on there as well. Good. Yeah, we're hoping to have one by by monthly, I think, is what we're looking at. So uh, hopefully the season two and this new year coming up in 2017 will uh, give us a good uh, head start on the season. And we'll uh, try to le- release one pretty regular about every Tuesday or so, uh, every other Tuesday. Every other Tuesday, yeah. yeah. So if you have suggestions or comments, 
any concerns, please email us at parkflyerpodcast at gmail.com and give us a rating on our uh, iTunes account. And if you want to make a comment on any of our posts, feel free to do that too. We appreciate you listening uh, wherever you are in the world. I did get uh, some statistics that say we got a couple of listeners in Canada and a couple in Mexico, one out in Puerto Rico. So we appreciate <laughs> Puerto you. Puerto Rico, I love it. <laughs> they do a lot of RC flying in Puerto Rico, believe it or not. So anyway, we appreciate it. We hope you have a wonderful holiday season, and we'll talk to you next year. Good wishes to everyone. All right. Good night. Good night. You have been listening to the Park Flyer Podcast. Thank you for joining us, and we look forward to your next visit. Please give our show a star rating and review, and feel free to email us your questions, topics, or suggestions to parkflyerpodcast at gmail.com. This program is brought to you in part by Knife Edge Software, Makers of Real Flight, Spectrum Radios, Amazon, Hobby King, Value Hobby, Lemon Receivers, and anyone else that will take these morons, Visa, MasterCard, or PayPal.